Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at Armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Okay, question for you. What do you do when you see somebody who is blatantly distracted driving? 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show on Bytalk 1071. Streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. So here's what happens this morning. I'm on my way home uh, from the gym and I'm on the freeway and I am driving in the right lane because mm-hmm. I'm not going higher than the speed limit. I'm not trying to pass anybody. You're in the slow lane. I'm in the slow lane. But I look over to my left and there's a gal who's driving fast and she's kind of passing me. And, you know, you just sort of in the morning at any time, really, you just sort of acknowledge that there are other car- cars on the road, other people in the cars. But I look over and she has her cell phone in both hands, mm-hmm. okay? Oh, like, so she's annoying. got both thumbs. She's supposed to be driving the car. Yep. None of her hands are on the steering wheel. Mm-hmm. Both hands are on her phone. She is looking not at the road, but at her phone, and she's clearly texting. And I, and I thought, my gosh. Now, my first instinct is to get as far away from a person like that as uh, possible. Yeah, because, right? well, if there's somebody is going to do something on the fly, she's not going to react in time. Right, but I'm thinking to myself, no, she's distracted. I want her to know, like, I see you. Don't do that. So, uh, but I am trying to kind of get around her. Uh, but I pass her again about a mile later. She's still doing it. And I... I thought, okay, now I just want, I wanted to follow her home. I couldn't do that for various reasons. Well, I wanted yeah, to. that would be creepy and weird. Right. That was one of the reasons. But like another one is just because I was late because I needed to get home. Um, but, you know, I thought I, I could honk at her, but I didn't want to honk at her and have her kind of be frightened. And then that would distract her more. 651-641-1071. When you see somebody who is driving distracted, what do you do? I like to just slow down to their speed, roll down the window and scream epithets at them and honk the horn. And how does that work? Yeah, you know. Like what I really wanted to do was say, put down your phone. Yeah, here's the thing, though. The problem is, and this is I've had this experience several times. You trying to engage that person and make a point is going to then take your eyes off the road. Mm -hmm. The only way that you can accomplish making a point to that person is going to create even because think about all of a sudden you have a half dozen people trying to make a point about Mm -hmm. this one person. Suddenly no one on the dumb road is watching the road. That's the danger. Right. So I just think you get away from those people as quickly as possible. And then you open up a mic and talk about it on the Colleen and Bradley show. I mean, that's what I do. I will say, now, uh, young lady in the gray Mazda sedan, I saw you. Now, what I will Shame. say is that if it is that serious, such that there may be, you know, bobbing and weaving, call 911. Just say there is a distracted driver. 
Here's the license plate. Mm -hmm. Again, you have to be careful, though, that you're not because, you know, myself doing. Yeah, because the tendency that I would have is like, I got to get a photo of this experience or some video of this experience. No, you don't, because you're going to be distracted yourself. How many times have you seen stuff on while you're driving? You're like, I got to get a photo of that. Right. But you don't because that uh, would be even worse in terms of distracted driving. So I think if it's if it's heinous enough that you're seeing it multiple times, I would maybe just call 911 because what's what what are they going to say? No. True. They'll say, what's your information? You'll tell them there's a gray Mazda hoodly do mm-hmm. license plate number, blue, bitty blue with a lady in it. You won't be able to recognize her because her face is in her phone. Because I just had this the other day. I was driving by somebody on Lindale, you know, and I just think, God, it's only a matter of time because of all. Well, and it probably has happened several times. We just don't know. But think about all of the construction, which means mm. you have people going in different traffic patterns than what they're used to. Mm-hmm. So they're oftentimes making decisions because I'll do this. You know, you're driving in a place that you're not typically familiar with and you're like, oh, no, I need to get over four lanes. Mm-hmm. And so you're quick trying to get over. What I'm saying is there's more opportunities now, I think, to to for the effects of of distracted driving mm-hmm. to have a negative impact. Right. No, you're right. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. What do you do when you see a distracted driver? Uh, this is Jessica on the line. Hi, Jessica. What do you do when you see somebody who's blatantly driving in a distracted manner? So I know that this is dangerous, and I don't do it every time. Um, only if I can do it without potentially risking other people. So. Some people are like swerving and they're distracted driving. Sometimes I will get in front of them and kind of do the brake check mm-hmm. thing so that they like freak out and like, oh my God. Mm-hmm. And then I hope that, that maybe they'll stop being on their phone. You better be real careful, I honey. Don't. See, that's the thing she said, <clears throat> I don't though. I want you to get hurt. She, you know that it's not necessarily always safe, right, Jessica? Right. Thank yeah. you for your call. Have a good day. I've done that before, though, where I've been. No, I know, and it's not good. People going to never... shoot you. You don't know. See, that's the thing. That guy in the East Coast that harpooned that lady. You want to get harpooned on the side of the road? Because you will. Where did somebody got? When? It was what a priest the... took when? out a harpoon what? and harpooned a guy that uh, he was, you know, doing dumb things on the road with. And they pulled over, got harpooned. You don't do stuff like that. It's it's not worth it. Why is everybody in this day so and age, on edge? In, in fact, I just saw on the cover of the Daily Mail today video of two guys ramming into each other in their Jeeps because uh, one person cut the other one off. And they were just like literally repeatedly slamming their vehicles into each other. No, we can't be doing that. There's got to be a better way to handle things. That's what I'm saying. It's like... Let other people handle it, yeah, I think. How do, uh, let's go to Stacy. Uh, hi, Stacy. I'm going to tell a distracted driving story that's very humbling. Oh, okay. Okay. So I was driving the other day. I live in my car because I have a 16-year-old. Uh-huh. And I have several younger nieces and nephews that I drive all over town. And so I live in my car, and it's not specified. But I was texting to tell my neighbor. Get ready! I'm going to be picking you up. You have to go to you have to go to work. And then I decided it would be fun at the stoplight to take a selfie with my son and I. Mm. And as I looked over at the lane next to me, it was a police officer. <laughs> the second I saw him, I'm like, "What is wrong with me? Why am I doing this? What am I?" It, it was a hundred and thirty-five dollar ticket. Wow! And I am now on a mission to tell everybody. Okay, and my. The thing that was funny is my 16-year-old, 
And I and I get it. Like I totally get it. Dumb. And he was so embarrassed. Like and just told, like, Mom, what are you doing? So I'm just saying, if you do something where you see someone who's distracted driving, I think, yeah, call him on it. Yeah. Because the second I was called on it, I was like, all right, I'm being dumb. Right. <laughs> Yeah. Right. Well, you can just not be defensive and say, okay, we all do it sometimes. Sometimes we're distracted, but if somebody can kind of pull you out of it before a $135 ticket, that would be nice. Yeah, or worse yet, before you, you know, run into somebody, uh, you know, by accident and maybe hurt them permanently. You yeah, know, yeah. that's the other thing I, that'll pull you right out of it. I, I just think, too, you got to be real careful, though, because she's a wonderful person, it sounds like. Right. And if you call people that are wonderful people out on things, they're, they'll be like, oh, yeah, you're absolutely right. But for every one of those, there are other people who will be like, here's a middle finger, and mm-hmm. now I'm going to chase you down the road. And a gun. And I've got a harpoon in my trunk. Oh, who carries that around? Let's go to Joe. Let's let Joe have the final word on this. Hi, Joe. What do you do when you see somebody who is blatantly distracted driving? I kind of agree with what you guys have been saying the last few people. Or you kind of cause a distraction yourself. But just to put my word on it, I drive for a semi for a living. I think they need to have the fine, like to do is if we get caught with our phone in our hand, it's a $2,700 fine. And then it's double that for the company. I think wow. they need to make a repercussion more because even though we're bigger, you can still kill somebody in a car. Yeah. So absolutely. I think they just need to make the fine a lot more than what it is. And oh. like you've been saying, you know, when you when you call in or pay attention to them, you know, you're taking your eyes eyes off the road. I agree with that. Yeah, thank you so much, Joe. Um, and I think about that, you know, it's, it, I just happened to notice this one person today and it, like, it drove me to distraction. But I'm telling you, I see it, no pun intended. I see it. You see it on the road every day now. Yeah. Every day. I, I actually had a whole conversation in my head just the other day that I think it's time for us to just admit that everybody's going to do this because the amount of people that I see doing it, is insane Mm -hmm. and you know honestly i try to keep my you know phone in the passenger seat as a general rule but if i do i try to look at it during you know and which again is probably not a good idea but i'll try to look at it at stoplights Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. but then the light will turn green and how many times have you been sitting at the stoplight it turns green and there's like beep beep Mm-hmm. Oh, and you're like, oh, I'm being distracted right, right now. So exactly. So I, th- I think it's it's you know we can all talk about it, but God only knows what what you could, other than increasing the penalties severely, right? What you could do to actually change behavior. I know because because I mean the truth of it is I think we all know. Um, a, you can let it wait till you get to your destination, or you can do what I've done countless times and pull over to do to read whatever has come in or respond to whatever it is you feel like you need to respond to immediately. Because the truth is you really don't need to respond to it just because it came in. If you're driving and it, it if you're driving and and you get a text that it does not require your immediate attention. If it's a huge issue, the person that is texting you will call you. Um, but, oh, man, it just, like, can we, oh, I just, how do we change behavior? We're working on it one person at a time. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, I watched that new NBC show, New Amsterdam, yeah. uh, this week, or actually last night. We watched it. It was on two nights ago, but we watched it last night. And I have to tell you, I have figured out why it is I love medical dramas. Okay. I'll tell you why after this on All the right. Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 107.1. 
watched that new show on NBC New Amsterdam uh, last night. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Um, I watched that new show and it made me realize what it is I love about medical dramas. Okay, so the only other story we know about you is that you love Grey's Anatomy, which is like the energizer bunny of medical dramas. Because it's amazing. Also, I loved the show House. Do you remember that show no. with um, Hugh Laurie? Okay. Uh, he played th- this doctor who always could solve the most complicated medical issues in the hospital. Yeah. Okay. So I wanted to watch this new Amsterdam show sure. because it's a it's a medical drama, but also I kind of I thought I was interested in the premise, which is basically that this optimistic doctor comes into a failing hospital. And he's like, um, we are going to solve problems and heal patients and, and nobody's going to have restrictions and limits. And then the real world will happen and suddenly he'll be forced to make difficult choices. Did you watch it too? No, but I could probably okay. just write it in my sleep. Well, it, so he, you know, he changes the whole, he tips the whole thing upside down and starts firing people and puts a farmer's market in the waiting room. And like, he just like has crazy ideas and wacky things about health. And anyway, my point is this. I realized that the thing I love about medical dramas is that in the catastrophic health issues that just naturally show up, in a hospital, Mm -hmm. the drama is already baked in. So they don't have to go as far. They don't have to try as hard to create drama in the hospital because the drama is in these ridiculous and very real illnesses that come through the doors. Like what? Holly's laughing right now. (laughs) Why are you laughing? Because the reason you like these shows is because they don't have to try hard. It's totally what it is. Well, I mean, that says a lot because, again, I will just remind you, Grey's Anatomy. I don't feel like Grey's Anatomy tries very hard anymore. In fact, you know, don't they just occasionally kill somebody off or a bunch of people I get mean, in a plane crash? That's sort of, they do that like every other season. They have like some sort I of mean, crazy explosion look, or I, something like that. I don't think you need to have some high-minded reason for liking a show. If if there's something about the show that you love, great. I, it, You know, to, what I'm doing is responding to Holly's, you know, criticism. If that works for you, go for it. You want a simple, easy, like I used to love watching you know, science fiction serial TV shows. I mean, and those could, those are like the most basic plots with very little actual depth to their stories, but they're just fun to watch. Well, and I think actually what I'm, what I'm saying or what I, what I really mean when I say like the drama is already baked in and you don't have to reach so far. A lot of times, and we talked about this the other day with that, uh, I try to remember what show we were talking about this with. Um, but the premise of the show we were, Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. 
Download the new Bumble now. Like, how, what do you do when that runs out of road, right? Like, a lot of times a, a show will come to air. And, like, for example, like, they're all trying to be the next Lost. Yeah. Right? Like, that that show Manifest. Yeah. Where you go, okay, well, I get the premise, but, like, where to next? Mm-hmm. And then there's this question of, like... Well, yeah, there are no of, like, of, like, people getting sick. Yeah, that's and never that's gonna... the thing. is like, you know that every week you're going to tune in, and there's going to be... Even if the other plot, the side plot, the actual plot, I guess, of, like, the, you know, relationship that's going sour, even if that doesn't satisfy you, I mean, there's drama in the illness. It's a... It's a soap opera at yeah. night. It's a nighttime soap totally. opera. Totally. And the same for me is true, not just, I mean, so medical dramas, yes, but like also legal dramas. It's the same thing. There's always drama that will occupy your brain in the setting well, of it's like, like, a, a court case. It's like, you know, I think of like Murder, She Wrote. Like, I mean, somebody's already always dying yeah. around, you know, Jessica Fletcher. If yeah. I were her, I'd probably leave town. Right. Well, but then people would just die somewhere else. Well, and they wherever did. Wherever she is. They oh, did. Awkward. Exactly. Um, no, I think if you like it, great. That's a show that I would never find myself tuning into. I just don't. There's something about those shows that I'm like, you're trying too hard. Mm-hmm. Right. But that's, I don't know. That's just me. You like that. Great. Well, I will tell you that, um, that I, my husband texted me this morning and was like, if you want to just like, Keep staying a happy place. Don't read the reviews oh, of New Amsterdam. Sure. Well, because they're not critics, optimistic. But but see, critics have like you never care what critics Mm-mm. think unless it matches what you think yourself. Right. Right. Like sure, and, it may keep you from watching stuff, but that's kind of unfair, right? Like right. you should just give it your own. Granted, in this day and age, that's hard because there's just so many things to watch. You do tend to listen to critics on occasion to give you a heads up of things, but. That's then incumbent upon you to find critics that you actually agree with most times right. and you, you share similar interests to. But um, I guess the point that I'm just trying to make is like, you don't, you, you, you don't, who cares if you like it, the critics opinion of it is not going to sway you. You'll right. just, you'll just admit that that critic is probably full of doo-doo. I will say that as far as New Amsterdam is concerned, basically all of the, everybody is saying it's terrible. Yeah. But that's fine. Well, I mean, Grey's Anatomy comes awesome back for you tonight. unless they cancel it, but yeah. But Grey's Anatomy comes back tonight, so I'll have that to look forward to. Wow. Television's cockroach. you guys! It is a you big know, fat cucaracha. You like I, you guys always knock it, but you have you ever watched it? I mean, no, but I never would. That's like you saying don't know. sports. Don't knock it like, till you I'm rock not it. watching sports. We've got D bags coming up next on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 107.1. He's behaving badly. We have a name for them. We like to talk about them on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, and we call those celebrities behaving badly D Bags. Mm-hmm. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. All right. Um Stay with me through this, okay? My D-bag is going to be Chris Jenner. Oh, shocking. Okay? okay. Now, this is going to sound like a roundabout way to get to that, but go with me. Okay. All right? Here's the headline. Kendall Jenner spotted with a hickey on her neck after partying with Anwar Hadid. Is it from him? Now, go down this conspiracy theory road with me for a moment. Okay. Kendall Jenner of the, all the Kardashian Jenner sisters is the one that typically is not necessarily linked to a romantic partner, right? 
So there's been speculation about her sexuality, but there's also been speculation about whether or not she's in a relationship specifically with Anwar Hadid. So we've seen the two of them sort of nuzzling, right, in paparazzi photos, but we don't see her going out and holding hands with anybody. We don't see any, we don't ever see Kendall Jenner linked to a guy. And now suddenly she emerges with a hickey on her neck. Oh, oh and look at this. Oh. Anwar Hadid also has a hickey on his neck. Oh, it's like they have matching hickeys. They have matching hickeys. Oh, that's, that's cute. Adorable. Now, do that's you like see so how grade. I get to Chris Jenner on this? Do the math with me. Chris Jenner always needs people to be talking about her daughters. Yeah, for sure. Right? And like specifically, she was telling them to go, yeah, go hickey go, each other. People, you need to get Instead people talking about your relationship. And if you're not going to be willing to like make out out in public or talk about it, you need to give the people something yeah. that they will. She's like, I don't know. What can we do? Grab onto. So walk grab around with a hickey. With Everybody mouth. will talk about a hickey. Also, who does hickeys? Who does hickeys? Do yeah. the kids do hickeys? Are you 13? I mean, did she have a. Did she have a moment with a wayward vacuum cleaner? Like, who has hickeys? Sorry. <laughs> Actually, I'm sure the kids, I'm sure your kids will come home at some point with a hickey. That'll be fun. Yeah. Oh, and it'll probably it be the kind. Fun for who? Well, us, because okay. it's not our kids. Mm-hmm. Fun. Um, <clears throat> yeah, no, I mean, ooh. But hickeys. again, hickeys. So you, are you icky. think that icky, hickey. Chris Jenner is making, she's like the hickey factory. Well, I pimp. feel like she's the hickey, pimp hickey. commander. Pimpy hickey? She's the hickey commander. Hickey commander? Is that mm-hmm. a character on G.I. Joe? Oh. Maybe. You don't know. I'm the hickey commander. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> now, of course, the headline has now become, turns out it's not just a summer fling. Get it? Because it's fall now. And so if they're still, if they're still hickeying in fall, then it's not a fling anymore. Now it's a relationship. Have you ever... I'm keeping it in the family for the D-Bags. Okay. That is the Kim Kardashian, Kanye West family. Okay. Chris Jenner, Kylie, all of them. They're all the same. But my... Uh, well, I guess it's a twofer, but we'll stick with Kim Kardashian. Have you... What? Yeah. Have you heard of the gray sweatpants challenge? No. Are you bringing up challenges because you know I'm already going to have like a meltdown about challenges? Are you going to have a meltdown? I about might. Challenges? I might. Okay. Go ahead though. No, you haven't heard of the gray sweatpants no. challenge. Is um, it just Holly, like a challenge where you no. wear gray sweatpants? Yeah, well, it seems pretty easy. It's a, I mean, I've done it. It's yeah. a challenge for uh, men usually, and this was apparently big in 2016. I missed it. It's also NSFW. Oh, 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 is it wearing it without the undies and showing? Yeah, so you can what see the growing? outline of your nether regions to read uh, a quote from People Magazine. Yeah, you. So apparently, Kim Kardashian posted a photo of Kanye West uh, sitting on an ottoman in some sweatpants mm. and some Yeezys. I think those are Yeezys, right? And she ca- captioned it, but you only see like his legs from the knee down, so okay. you don't see anything else. Uh, she says, Grace sweatpants challenge. Let me see. So she's basically just talking Ish. about her man's weenus wing wang. Yeah. Mm. Um, ew. Is she? Why would yeah. you do that? I didn't even know this was a thing. Don't Are you Google. Looking? Yeah. 
Why? What happens? She's Googling. I bet, Bradley, I bet that you won't be upset by it. Great. Well, what are you saying? Um, what I'm saying is I believe what are something you implying? that you might enjoy what is in front of you. And you wouldn't? I don't know because I haven't Googled yeah, it. Yeah, I haven't either. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you Google it on Twitter, I will, or Twitter it, you're not going to see anything. At least I, oh, oh okay. <laughs> until then. So something. Until then. Oh, oh. Um, you can't post that on the internet. Okay, I need to put this away. Anyway, um, gross. Ew, that's nasty. Oh, that is nasty. Oh what? my gosh. Okay, stop. What? No, now I'm there. That's nasty. That's nasty. Um, can I just can I have a moment to just be upset about challenges in general? Yeah, for sure. I mean, you seem to have an issue. So. Well, no, because we were talking about this off the air. Because everything is a challenge these days. <laughs> uh, life is a challenge. Getting out I of know, bed is a challenge. The, have you turned on the TV but lately? See, that's the problem. Is that though there those are real challenges. But standing still while somebody walks around you with their camera is is not a challenge. You know what I mean? The mannequin challenge. Um, the, Colleen, da- here's what we're learning. Dancing to in my feelings is, very... is not a challenge. Uh, but to it's be just fair, a thing you do. To be fair, mm-hmm. because you seem to be, you know, a little hyped Animated. up about it. I'm going to be a little hyped up in response. I don't think people literally mean it's a challenge. Well, no, I know. Right? I think that's just sort of the term that everybody, like, coins... To do the yeah, dumb take thing. Take the challenge. The catchphrase, if you it's will. It's dumb yeah. and I hate it, though. That's, can I, I mean, oh, I'm just, I have a question. What? Is it the things themselves or the notion that we would all do something together? Um, like, what about the challenge experience really bothers you? Oh, my gosh. Because you have done challenges. Sure. So it, what is you know, this really about? where it started? It started with planking. I mean, do you remember planking? And then everybody was, pl- take the plank, chant, do the plank. No, it's just laying face down. Now we're just all doing the same thing. I just, I don't know. I just think it's silly. What is it about it that I think is silly? I mean, but I'm saying is you've I know, done it. I know, I'm working on it, though. We were actually talking about doing one after the show. I know. So, But, but my point is then, is it just that you think that they're dumb challenges? Like, we should do better challenges? Uh, that you think uh, it's just silly for everybody to do the same thing? I don't know. I guess I'm just trying to get at what's I know, really I am, too. I'm not able uh, at present to identify what is upsetting <laughs> well, me about challenges right maybe now. Maybe you should take some notes. Um, but I just think they're dumb and silly. Maybe part of it is, like, my kids will come home and they'll be like, I'm watching the such and such challenge on YouTube. And they can do it all day long. Yeah. And each out of your hair. challenge is like 35 seconds long, which means they are digging deep into the internet to watch 30 second long challenges all day long. And they'll say to me, like, oh, have you heard about the blah, blah, blah challenge? And I'm like, I don't know. I would rather you were challenging yourself with your math homework. Or maybe reading a, a difficult book that maybe is a challenge to you that you could then learn. I think that's what it is. It's like the... Your kids are not focused on their... It's the... Everybody is like distracted by these silly challenges. Yeah. Again, I would just go back to, have you turned on the news lately? Yes. People need some distractions. And I so if they know. want to light their hairs on fire and film it on the Instagram, far be it from me to... Pee on their blankets. 
We are going to do a challenge later, Yeah, again, though. I'm like, you know, we are doing a challenge, so let's yeah. encourage people to actually... I know. Challenges are great, and you're going to want to watch our version of a particular What challenge. I will say is, I think sometimes people are too quick to do those things. Trust, I am not a fan of all that. Like, when everybody's like, let's do the this challenge, I'm like, why? Tide Pod Challenge. To. No. no. Yeah, Don't see, do that it. That is yeah. not... That's I am a not putting cinnamon do. in my mouth. The cinnamon challenge. I mean, you could go, like, there are lists of these. Oh, the one that my kids do all the time is the try not to laugh challenge. Well, that's not a challenge. We've been doing that since. I know, forever. Yeah. But they, you know, it's literally like the game of the day. You know, let's do a try not to laugh challenge. And then there's like all these videos uh, on YouTube that you can watch the try not to laugh challenge. I mean, some of them are funny, but some of them are so dumb. That's all. Are we going to do a funny one Read or a, a book. dumb one? I don't know yet. We'll wow. see. Okay. So you guys are really excited for that later, right? Okay, good. When we come back. <laughs> when we come back, Bill Cosby. Oh, this should be fun. Gets Let's to do keep... the Bill Cosby challenge. <laughs> Anyone? No. Let's actually not in 2018 do the Bill Cosby challenge. Bill Cosby. You don't know what the Bill Cosby challenge is. You let me know on the other side of the break. Okay. Okay. He gets to keep his star on the Walk of Fame. We'll talk about that after this on My Talk 1071. Well, Bill Cosby. Oh, that was the wrong voice to come in on. Gets to keep his star. Yay for him. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, and Bill Cosby gets to keep his Yeah, star. he gets to keep his Hollywood Walk of Fame star. I think this is very important news. That's sarcasm. In a statement on Tuesday, so earlier this week, officials from the Hollywood Chamber of Commerce decided to allow the star to keep his Walk of Fame star. Despite uh, the clearly torrents of, I'm sorry, I get emotional. I know, I get it. No, I shouldn't joke. Sorry, but um, no, I actually had a burp that I was trying oh, to okay. cover up. So right. that's reality. Um, that's the truth. Uh, them's the, uh, that is true. So again, the Chamber of Commerce released a statement and said the star only co- of Bill Cosby's star in particular, mm-hmm. the stars only commemorate the recipient's professional accomplishments. Uh, describing the Walk of Fame as a historical record of entertainment figures past and present. Once installed, the stars become part of the historic fabric of the Walk of Fame and are intended to be permanent. It is regrettable when the personal lives of inductees do not measure up to the public standards and expectations. However, the Hollywood Chamber of Commerce does not remove stars from the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Hmm. So there it will stay. So... The story is, plainly, his star will say. Now, I have two thoughts, and I hope you have some as well. Mm-hmm. First thought is, I don't really care that a star is on the Walk of Fame, and I don't think in the grand scheme of things, his perpetrator, his perpetrators, his victims probably care, although they probably aren't going to be walking down the Hollywood Walk of Fame anytime soon mm-hmm. to see that face staring back at Mm-mm. them. And if they wanted it removed, I wouldn't, I wouldn't feel bad, you know, I wouldn't uh, be begrudge surprised. Them that, and yeah. I wouldn't begrudge them that at right. all. In the grand scheme of the things that we need to be talking about in the wake of Bill Cosby, Harvey Weinstein, Kevin Spacey, et cetera. Less Moonves, let us not forget him. Yes, lest us not, mm-hmm. lest we forget less. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't feel like that's where we need to put our efforts. Mm-hmm. Petitions to remove his Hollywood Walk of Fame star. Right. And also I would say that because, you know, other people's stars have been defaced, Mm -hmm. 
tampered with. Mm-hmm. And I just like I get that people have feelings, but I also know that when I was little, my mother told me that if you have feelings, that doesn't mean you have to. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Act on those feelings. Mm-hmm. And um, she often said feelings are like treasures, so bury them. She actually never said that. <laughs> that's from a movie. Um but but the the point is like just because you have really uncomfortable feelings doesn't mean you have to act on them. So like I just I think it's a silly thing to focus on, honestly. Well, I think it on for me it takes the focus off what the focus should be on. I yeah. mean, at the end of the day, can we talk about the actual stars on the Hollywood Walk of Fame? Yeah. Number one, it's I mean not that it is not a huge honor for the one upon whom the star is you know, bestowed in the moment. Pause. Not that it's not an honor for that person. I don't want to take that away. Yeah. It's imaginary. It is not. They purchase. It is purchased. They pay for it. It is not like this is some sort of everlasting, long living library of people who have accomplished good works. Right. It is like many awards in Hollywood. It is bought and purchased. Yeah. Literally by the person it is honoring. Yeah. This is not something where, you know, the some academy of people who have done well in the world calls up the person and says, we've decided to honor you. Um, please be at your ceremony. No, there's a negotiation that takes place. There is money that exchanges hands. And then that star is placed there. So that all being said, there are plenty of names there. A, you don't even know are there. Well, And B, it's it doesn't really mean anything. It is it is again a reflection of the work he has done in his it, career. Let me be clear. If they were to remove it, I also wouldn't care. Right. And I would say that for them to expend all that time and effort seems a little silly. Maybe they could just donate some money to an organization that helps women who are actually dealing with um the effects of sexual assault in the workplace. However, there are also many other people whose stars on the Hollywood wall. I mean, they might as if they're going to get rid of his, then they might as well be clear or thorough about it and get rid of all the other celebrities mm-hmm. who, um, you know, ended up being one thing and not the other. Right. right. And there are a lot of those celebrities on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Right. People from, you know, the 1930s, the people from the 1940s and 50s and 60s that we have since changed our minds on now. That I think would be a little different if, say, there was a giant mural of Bill Cosby or a giant statue 
of Bill Cosby somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you've seen educational institutions that honored him remove those honors. Mm-hmm. And I think that seems perfectly valid um, because that is a singular thing. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like it's that much of a thing when it's just like there's one of a number of stars. Mm-hmm. And it's just his name. I mean, to your point, Bradley, there are plenty of people on the Hollywood Walk of Fame who have done far worse, no doubt. Yeah, I'm, pr- I'm sure there are probably murderers. Absolutely. Like people who've actually... Ki- is What's his name on the Hollywood Walk of Fame? R- who? Robert Blake? Oh. Robert Blake, who's that? He killed his wife. Mm-hmm. He used to be in The Little Rascals. Oh, Beretta. Yeah. yeah. Um, potentially Robert mm-hmm. Wagner. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh right. Yeah. I bet he is, actually. Um, what's his name? Phil uh, Collins. Do not. <laughs> Phil Spector, basically the same guy. No. Uh, no. <laughs> I did that on purpose. Come on. Never. Uh, You're not uh, saying an unkind word about Phil Collins okay. yeah. in anyway, my presence. On. Phil Spector, does he have a star? I mean, uh, he was kind of a creeper. I mean, who knows? I mean, the, yeah, but to your point, there are plenty of people who are creepers and have done horrible things and possible murderers, etc. To me, also, it is a different conversation. Do we take the star off the Hollywood Walk of Fame? That's a different conversation then. Do we continue to air this TV show that the person starred in on network television. You know, those are other conversations, but this is literally just a, just a star on a walk that you wouldn't even be my, my point earlier of this is distracting us from the actual conversations that should be happening is uh, that to be to be concerned, to be concerning ourselves with whether or not he gets to keep his star on the walk of fame is not the thing that we should be focusing on. Right. And actually, if I'm being perfectly honest, I've been sort of irritated um, because today the big story was he's already been assaulted in prison. He was assaulted with a hot dog. It was a stale hot dog bun that apparently got thrown at him. But that our focus is on that today and not on the the many women who came forward as victims of his, especially on this day when this other thing is happening that we're not talking about. But that this is front and center talking about being victims of sexual violence, that that that's where our attention should be. Well, not about whether or not Bill Cosby gets to keep his plaudits. You know, that's ridiculous. Yeah. No, I absolutely agree. I mean, that that's why I said, yeah, um, of the things that we need to be worrying about right now, Bill Cosby's star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame is probably not worth our time. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Holly, um, any word on whether or not uh, Phil Collins has a star on the Walk of Fame? Oh, Phil Collins. Uh, I, I don't <laughs> no, know. Yet. Uh, Robert Wagner, yes. Robert Blake, yeah. no. And uh, Phil Spector, no. So Phil Collins, I'm not sure if anyone paid for him I, to have I, a star. I saw a quick article. Uh, there's like a Michael Jackson one. Oh, yeah. I mean, you could say things about him. Apparently, um, Don Cornelius has one and he was um, charged with domestic assault or something hmm. in the past. So, again, it's not to just I don't I even hesitate just bringing this up to make the point, because then it sounds like I'm really trying to defend this point, And that sounds like a conversation I don't want to have either. I'm not here to defend gross people who do things. If right. The Hollywood Walk of Fame wants to get rid of the star. Far be it for me to complain. I'm just mm-hmm. saying that, like, I'm glad they're busy having opinions about it and I just don't think that that really does much to help the cause victims of sexual assault right when we come back uh, we've got some gooper scoopers for oh, you oh yeah we will be talking about Gwyneth Paltrow